I have a tendency to get motion sickness from time to time, and some products are just not worth going for the cheap alternative. If you ever get nauseous, you know you'll do whatever it takes to feel normal again, and that's why you have to check out Relief Band. Relief Band is the number one FDA-cleared anti-nausea wristband that has clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for Welcome to the OC listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code OC, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. Head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use our promo code OC for 20% off plus free shipping. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Welcome to the OC Bitches ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Bye, bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches. Finally, welcome to the OC Bitches. Are we recording? Yeah, we're good. Oh, good, because I'm going to put some um, duct tape over my uh, mouth. Yeah, Mindy's Because I've had a m- Mindy mouth lately. Is that okay, everyone? <laughs> no, no one wants to just hear me, but they could just hear Uncle Mike because we have Michael Lang again. <laughs> oh, my God. For season four, episode six, the summer, the bummer. summer bummer. It is such a summer bummer. It is it such is. a summer bummer. You know why? I'm just going to say the synopsis. Yeah. Summer gets kicked out of Brown thanks to her friend, Che. Friend? I think we should put that in Uh, quotation marks. Ryan has fantasies about Taylor after kissing each other. And Caitlin throws a party at Dr. Robert's house to get even with a popular girl. I love this episode. I do, too. I do, too. Josh Schwartz, Stephanie Savage wrote it. Michael Lang obviously directed it. December 7th, 2006. Aw, December 7th is Stella's birthday. Josh's oldest. Also Pearl Harbor, right? Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. Very good. So, Uncle Mike, thank you for joining us again. Oh, you're welcome. It's always fun. Do and you... also, it's fun to, re, you know, re-look at these episodes. Yeah. The show was so good. It was, right? It's really good. I'm it's... really enjoying this season. I So much. I mean... It's really fun. It brings up so many memories because there's... With the new cast and all of these new things that Julie, you know, obviously it was sad that Marissa passed away, but it really services the characters to do different things. Mm. And I remember going to work again and again, having so much fun, yep. so much fun. But that being said, the best thing about this episode are these sequences that we open with. Oh, my God. Oh, talk about these sequences with Taylor. How fun was that? <laughs> Well, I did a bunch of research, you know, because the first one was a, was a an homage, let's say, instead of copying uh, <laughs> something from a film, which of course now I forget. And well, with her hair, I'm wondering, was it hair, Weird Science? It was, or something? It was Tawny Katane. Yeah, Tawny Katane, oh. exactly. Was yeah, was she was famous video. for the music videos. Oh, it was a music video right. reference. Yeah, Tawny Katane was a famous. Um, well, she was an actress, but she was also famous for those music videos and doing those in the '80s or something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 80s and it was so much fun doing those the um oh i doing was those videos. so let me tell you i was so jealous that autumn got to play those out because how much fun would that have been <laughs> well it's i mean it, you open first of all this is why i love season four because we we know that you know the writers are like we know the show's pretty much coming to an end and we can do whatever we want and play this <laughs> fantasy it was here i go again on my own by white snake that's right <laughs> right but we cut to this fisheye lens that it's like your iPhone if you have it too close uh-huh. now, and which we you, which we've never done before, right? Right. It was me. I mean, I I'm sure it was a director thing, and I'm sure that, <laughs> that like the I'm DP, sure I'm gonna take credit. The DP said, <laughs> "Oh, it's gonna make them look horrible," and I said, "Right, but it's gonna be funny though. Right. Funny, funny always funny trumps always horrible. Trumps. Absolutely. And it, hey, I smeared it for you. I smeared it. <laughs> and also, the great thing about it is, even though it was totally out of the box and you know not. It was still organic because it was it was Ryan's fantasy. Right. So it still worked as a story, pushing the story forward. It wasn't just some miscellaneous fun video thing. Right. You're this as it's a manipulative art. We're letting yeah. the audience know with the music and this and uh and you know, the the shot itself and then the delivery of I schmeared it for you. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing just reads Uncle Mike. Right. I mean, do you do you storyboard? Do you think of it the night before the same way actors think about act I think lines? This the night one before? I did actually storyboard really? because I wanted the whole crew to know exactly what we were doing to save time. Yeah. And then when you use a wide lens like that, I always just out of courtesy to the actor, I explain to them. Usually, I'll have the stand-in 
you know, do the shot so the actor could see how distorted their face is going to be, <laughs> just so they're okay with it. Right. Because, you know, it, it was weird. But well, they were both, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Ryan was happy with it and... And, um, ben and Peter. Peter. Ben and Peter, yeah, Ben. Well, because <laughs> it's, Peter. you know, well, and also that's where it takes, you need the direction of a director saying, you know, if you have this like, like wide-eyed look with this lens, right. it's going to be quite impactful. Yes. <laughs> Very impactful. It's fun. So uh, I think, why don't we break down, why don't we talk about the whole Ryan Taylor storyline in this okay. episode? Okay. Because we'll go story by line by storyline. Perfect. That right. works for your brain, Uncle Mike. It does. <laughs> right. Ryan finally needs to talk to Seth about this. Right. Like, oh my God, goes. I need to talk. And he's like, sorry, bro, I'm off to Rhode Island. Right. right. He's off to Rhode Island. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't have a Seth. So who tries to fill in a Seth? I loved this scene where <laughs> Kelly, uh, right. Kristen, Kirsten, Kristen, what? what? Hello? Kristen. How long? Kirsten. I mean, it's been 20 years of the show. I can't even, uh, Kirsten, thank you. Right. Goes in to fill in as Seth, as, as Ryan Seth. Oh my God. I loved this scene between them. Yeah. It was really funny. Well, and you know, it's like, you can see there's so much light with Ryan now mm -hmm. and he gets this whole like it's so weird and it's you know he's he's still the writers are still putting what the audience is thinking and he, they're putting words on the feelings probably that the audience is having like this is really weird just to have somebody so different than Marissa as a part of and just as this new relationship and having the audience get used to it so it's it's uh the way it develops is really cool yeah, yeah. what I love also is Taylor says Everything that's on her mind and what's on everyone else's mind. She keeps doing that. Yep. So, you know, he keeps having these fantasies. They've kissed. He's feeling really awkward. So when he runs into Taylor, Taylor is like, you're acting all uncomfortable now because we kissed. Like, she, like, just calls him out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, you gotta respect that, you know? Definitely. She just says so many things that it's so refreshing yes. and so different that it's not shy, insecure, and and super vulnerable, although she can be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. She just says that like, oh, great. Oh, great. Now since we kissed, you're uncomfortable. And he's like, no, no, like, no, it's, it's not that. I like how he like, he does something with his hand and his face. Like he's like, oh, oh no. Nope. He like, <laughs> right. I feel like Ben just did that, though, right? I think he just did that. Yeah. I think he was having fun. He, he was. was having so much fun. And, you know, it's funny because this episode, when you, th you know, just obviously as a director, I know because I've read the script, so all the lines are there generally. Mm -hmm. And But then the actors, in this episode in particular, it really hit me that this, the script was written so with so much, it was quick humor and pathos and... But it all felt so like it was happening at the moment. It was mm -hmm. all coming out just as they were saying it instead of written lines, which obviously that's what acting is about. And I think people who think acting is easy should try it sometime because <laughs> it's not effing easy. Right. Am I allowed to say? I can't you remember. You can absolutely you fucking can cast all it's you want. It's not fucking easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. to. And in this episode, like I said, in particular, all of the... The, the quick pace and the lines just coming out, and especially Ben, who is, you know, not the funniest character, but, I mean, you know, you'd expect it from Seth. <laughs> it's okay. People are here Kristen today. They're, right. What's his name? We got all sorts of but, yes. when It was comedy coming from Ben, but it wasn't really comedy comedy. It was just of the moment. It was great. Right. I thought the episode and, well, and was really And realistic. Great. And Ben is funny. Yeah, he in is real funny. Life. He is. In so, real life. And, and in that scene with Kirsten, you decided, and I, I thought about this, I'm like, what is the brilliant mind of Michael Lang where he's tying his shoe looking through his yes. legs at, right. at, at Taylor washing the windows. <laughs> I'm like, that was brilliant. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I was watching on my computer and it froze and it froze on Ben's face just like dumbfounded looking at Taylor <laughs> wash the window and I thought it was like on purpose for a second. Right, right. Like you just like held it on him and I'm like, I don't think he held it this long. <laughs> Not <right>? that long. <laughs> no. no. It's that day again. It's hair wash day. But let's be honest, you just don't have the time or the desire to do it. Unless I'm working out a lot, I don't actually want to wash my hair every day because it's really drying. And actually, I'm really lazy most of the time. So when I need a few more days out of my hair, I use Living Proof Dry Shampoo. It actually cleans your hair just without the water. Seriously, it looks just like it's washed every day, each time. With Living Proof, you have two options to choose from when it comes to dry shampoo. The original dry shampoo formula that leaves a bit of texture and hold to your hair, 
or go with their advanced clean dry shampoo that works like a shampoo and a leave-in conditioner all together so your hair is soft, shiny, and smooth. Both take care of your scalp and leave no white residue behind. The trick is to apply to your roots. Make sure you wait 30 seconds and shake it out for that fresh, blowout, clean hair feeling for days. I use the original. It's super, super perfect for my hair, and it literally feels like I just washed my hair. My favorite is their no-frizz line. I love that shampoo and conditioner. I have loved it for a decade, and I love it still. Visit livingproof.com slash the OC and use code the OC10 to get your free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. That's livingproof.com slash the OC code the OC10 to get a free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. Livingproof.com slash the OC code the OC10. My life can get a little hectic sometimes, like prepping for three podcasts at a time or auditioning, actually. Thankfully, Daily Harvest does more so I can do less. Think stress-free meals delivered to your doorstep, a.k.a. they have my back. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, soups, flatbreads, snacks, smoothies, lattes, and more. Built on organic fruits plus vegetables, let's be honest. Even if I'm not busy... I just like the Daily Harvest, okay? The Daily Harvest. Did you see that? It's the best tasting, healthy, frozen delivery food I've ever had. I love the bowls and the flatbreads. I mean, everything. My favorite thing is that my daughter loves it too. In the morning before school, it's always rushed and hectic. The smoothies, she will down those things, man. Makes my mornings real easy. Daily Harvest is committed to human and plantary health, which means they do their absolute best to ensure transparency and integrity when it comes to their ingredients and the humans who grow them by supporting farmers who invest in practices that increase biodiversity and improve the health of our soil and by delivering food in recyclable and compostable packaging where possible. Daily Harvest does the work I eat and enjoy. It's a win-win. Let Daily Harvest do more so you can do less. Go to dailyharvest.com slash the OC to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash the OC for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash the OC. But then he winds up asking Taylor out. Right. It's so like, he goes, what, what are you doing tonight? She goes, I'm working on my blog. And, and, she, and I thought about that and I was like, what a teen, like if I had been a little bit like, I mean, I would get bored sometimes as a teenager and she's like, oh, I'm doing my blog. I'm right. updating my blog about something about this uneasenin sexual thing. And I'm like, what, what did she just say? Oh, log schmog. Okay. Yes. Let's meet upstairs. <laughs> right. It's like the dialogue is awesome. So awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Autumn. Know. Yeah. Taylor's. You can just tell the audience, the writers are having so much fun. They are. Yeah. I was, I'm ge- I was genuinely je- jealous. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yeah. It's so fun. Although Summer has some fun stuff in this episode too. But yes. Definitely. Which we will get to Hello. later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay. So they decide to go on a date, right? Because so he asks her. He asks her. Yeah. And they wind up, by the way, is Taylor not Seth's soulmate? Like in the comic book shop watching all these like whatever movie what yeah the watching? yakuza the anime yeah, yeah. Um, i'm like wait did, did we have a missed thing summer and what's his name ryan <laughs> <laughs> and seth and taylor taylor <laughs> like maybe that's really what should have happened i'm just okay just throwing it out there because we can clearly... talk about what should have could have would have happened next episode okay that's fine we'll do that then <laughs> um Okay, so they go on the date and they're watching the movie and Ryan does the old the yawn That's reach right. over. I know, I laughed when <laughs> I saw that. I've done it. Not You've done re- it? Not recently. I'm trying to think, has that ever happened no, to me? Has that happened definitely. to you? The old yawn I, you and know, stretch it on over? I think I, we attempted it in seventh grade. Yeah. Like you were like, <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's funny because, you know, we always laugh about the fact that like, I think Ben's like 28, 29 at this point in real life. Is he? Yeah. Oh. And, and, but, but then, but yeah, all the signs and it's, it's so real, but it's so cute where they look at each other, they're coming close to each other and, and Autumn does this like with right. her lips. And all of a sudden he says, this is too weird. Right. And she's like, whoa, that would be so insulting. Yeah. And he's like, no, not you. Not me. you, me. But I I'm know. Like, but it, this is too. I mean, it really. She's like, forgive me if I'm wrong. You asked me out. Right. And she's right. What's going on? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, she has every right to she get. She has every right. So that goes south. <laughs> <laughs> and then. So he has a conversation with Sandy, right? 
Well, Sandy was like, so, because <laughs> he, he's got a one-upper, right? right? He was like, well, so I heard that uh, oh, she yeah. auditioned. To but, play, to be your new Seth. But, you know, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I don't have to audition, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he explains to her that he feels like it's weird. And he's like, well, he said, it, maybe you it's. You have to keep says, it casual. Well, and he says, maybe it is too. So he said, I thought it was Volchuk. I thought it was all these things, but maybe it's just too soon. And Sandy does have good advice. Like he says, he always has good advice. He yeah, does, always. Right? He on. says, take Don't it we slow. Don't we always wish take we had it a slow, Sandy? Keep it casual. But have you guys ever been able to just keep it casual if you like like someone and you start to date? Like I feel like, yeah. in my personal experience, <laughs> let's just talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but like you try to keep it casual, but if you like each other, it naturally progresses. And they touch on that later, which I was happy that that. Autumn Taylor like kind of shoots him down like cart before the horse mm -hmm. conversation. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really hard to keep it casual if you guys are like vibing and hanging out and liking each other. Well, and, and his, Sandy goes, look, if it's the truth, she'll understand. But is it so he doesn't he's just so confused. He doesn't know what the truth is. So it's hard for him to convey that. But then he says that but his imitation of oh I'm just going to my room that's and right I'm gonna read some comic books and he acts like Seth right which is hilarious and Peter probably loved loved that he loves doing oh, stuff. definitely <laughs> yeah okay so Taylor's like whatever with Ryan Ryan goes to see her is that right at the right, comic because book he, shop he says I'm he's going he's gonna take um Sa uh, Sandy's advice right. and go talk to her and say let's keep it casual but she's with Roger some no. Roger guy she's with right. Roger Pompadour <laughs> Roger I couldn't stop staring at this guy did you help cast Roger I did yes I'm sure well I did done. I it's and it's funny seeing it you know I had totally forgotten where that storyline ended up me too. So it was like, oh, geez, that's kind of sad. Yeah. I fell for it as the audience oh, for did, sure. I'm sure, because yes. they hadn't read the script at that point. <laughs> right, right. I thought it was pretty obvious, but he— Oh, boy. Don't well, you are smarter than us. No, no, no. Come no. on. I, I'm kind Hit of annoying tape. to watch Well, regardless if it was obvious okay. or not, it worked. Right. You know, because exactly. Ryan's like, wait, what the what? You know? What, what the what? Yeah. What the what? But, you well know, done, Taylor. Well, we'll talk about it later, but this is— At this point, Seth has come back. From Rhode Island, we'll talk about that storyline later. But he, when Ryan finally tells him about all this, yeah, and he says, you know, I've been seeing her dancing and washing <laughs> windows, and Seth just goes, "Oh my God, it's so pedestrian." Yeah, right. he's like, it doesn't mean that it's not hot. I'm like, and he goes, "Oh, that's why they call them classics for a reason." And I thought, <laughs> yeah, don't judge it, man. I mean, it is actually really sweet. That these are his fantasies. Like roller skating, window washing. That's right. Right. And you know, it's car. like, 80s. I just hate to think of nowadays. <laughs> oh, and, and yeah, and he still loves the 80s, you know, rock glam right. bands and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's really Ryan's thing. Right. But I, but I love how <laughs> Seth judged his, his fantasies. His fantasies? Yeah. <laughs> I did too. You know what I loved is when Seth referenced Dave and Buster's. It was at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I love Dave and Buster's. Anyone? Have you ever been he to did? Dave and Buster's? I don't, I don't think I have. It's like a bar arcade. Oh, it's a barcade, okay. if you will. A barcade. Yeah. yeah. A barcade. Okay. Just uh, for dogs. Shout you out mean? for Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Dogs. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to Dave and Buster's. What? Uh oh. What? I, I feel like they only had one in Orange County originally. Uh, here. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Someone took me on a date there once and it was like the best date ever. He wasn't great, but going there was fun. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Brown. Let's, let's go to Brown. <laughs> and we'll touch on Roger when we get to the other yes, stuff. Yes, when we get to that party. Yes. So Summer is kicked out of Brown. We've In the beginning of the episode, she's with the dean. and Well, so she keeps saying she gets kicked out, but she said suspended. Because she says, because of what you did. But I was concerned about what Chase said. Being because he was saying Summer did all that, but um, but I don't think they believed it for some reason. Anyway, but that's kind of beside the point. But she said that she suspended until next fall. Right. And I loved your delivery here. I loved your acting when you were like, it wasn't like, oh, what was me? You were like, I have friends and Tess, and I love it here, and this is my home. She's <laughs> like, you need to go home. This is my home. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was really. Um, I what, literally just was. That was poignant. clearly your direction. Oh. Possibly. <laughs> I usually do try to keep things. You're like, I gotta bring her down. Bring her down. <laughs> She's way too big. <laughs> Very possibly. <laughs> like I, one of my favorite directions is so. If that was a ten. Yes. I'm looking for five. Right. Because yeah. if you start with the number and 10, you know, actors do think, five. oh, that was great. 10 is good, isn't it? Not in this scene. Well, no. they, the OC is like, 
It was always walking well, a fine line for always, my character. Yes, for sure. it always hovers yeah. in the 10 area. <laughs> for Julie. Well, because I also was like, I, but if you root it in reality, it's right. like people I know that are bigger than life. Right. And I know somebody just like Julie who's like, oh my God, how are you? She was, she's just like that in real yeah. life. Anyway. <laughs> so no, I, there were times where I was like, I'm really overdoing this. But you know, if it's rooted in, like I said, reality, it should come off okay. And it always did. It always did. So Summer's <laughs> packing up her room. Mm. She's leaving Brown, packing up pancakes. Do you remember working with that bunny? I... <laughs> yes. <laughs> when that scene came up later, when yeah. the bunny's on the lawn, Grass? when you're back. Yeah. It's a famous blooper. <laughs> pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> it's morning. Breakfast time. Time for pancakes. Oh, this bunny is star <laughs> you had a low yes. camera oh. angle yeah. and the bunny went right up to the lens right. like kissed the lens exactly. and mike's in the background going the bunny's a star <laughs> that's right <laughs> do you remember that i do <laughs> and we were just giggling oh gosh i know well we'll get to that scene i was hoping that maybe parker could find it and insert it when we the uh, blooper yeah i really like that scene though with us since we're talking about it yeah we're talking about Uh, it i wonder if my memories are because i watched the show so many times or if i actually remember being there i'm personally i think i remember being there because i first i like my top and (laughs) (laughs) i loved your top and your hair yeah. It was like the double pony. The back and, and the, that yeah, little heart. You looked great. Oh, thanks. And yeah, it was really it's... cute. I liked our scene. And Summer is camping out on a lawn chair in But a your delivery bag. of the line, you're like, apparently, I love nature. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, I'm here and I love nature. And I and love it's... And you're like, is that a bunny? Is that a bunny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. But I, those, all I that think was of the first like time this... we'd seen each other since... The cold turkeys right. since you'd left. Yeah, and I and was just home, which is, is it my home? We don't know. My dad's not there. <laughs> Taylor's in my room. Yeah. Caitlin and Julie are now but you're occupants. A, but you're at Brown and the- I'm at Brown packing up. Chase Snake, rat, whatever you want to call Tries to come and, t- and I'm just like not having it. Right. That whatever. happens. And Seth is at the time is on his way to Brown and I'm on my way home. Right. Do we call each other to tell each other what's happening? Of course not. No, it's a surprise. It's all a surprise because it wouldn't be- it wouldn't be drama without surprise. It wouldn't surprise. be a television show. Right. Right. How cute was this phone call between... Oh, so cute. Who? <laughs> between we... Seth and Summer. It's like, you'd yeah. be like, where are you? Where are you? Oh, I'm in right. your room. No, it was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in your room. I'm in your room. I love how, I mean, it, it, we're in TV land. People can walk into houses and gated yes, communities yes. in dorms and, Absolutely. and campuses without, you know... I Any think- security. Right? <laughs> no, there's no security in TV. No. And so Seth wants to go after Che for what he has done, gotten her kicked out. My favorite I is would when, too. My favorite is when <laughs> Seth is looking for Che and he finds the DVD. Right. And what and he goes, hey, wait, what's that? And she goes, I don't know. I can't see. I'm on the phone. That's right. <laughs> 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 and he puts it in and it's a video of Che. That's right. Oh my God. Talking I would die. Him. I can't handle Chris Pratt in this whole oh. the whole I can't. You know, I I found out or did with doing some little research. Che was, I mean, we we so adore him and adore the character, and I thought it was so much fun. But he was becoming a little, he was rubbing people the long, wrong way a little bit. I mean, uh, rightly so. Well, he got me kicked out of Brown. Yeah, he was. He's not the yeah. Well, and also then he turns out to be not what he says. Right, right. right. So he comes. Well, f- he comes to uh, the house. Spoiler I, alert. She's. It's okay. Well, we t- no, we talked. So we yeah, didn't we didn't say we what talked. yet. That's right. <laughs> My favorite is when Summer's at home and the door knocks and she opens it and it's Che. Uh, that's right. And she closes it and then she, she opens, it, opens again. it again. And, <laughs> and then she's I like, think you closed it. Again. And I closed right. it again. Right. I gotta be honest. I love to stretch out my hair wash days as long as possible. And my secret. Living Proof's dry shampoo. Living Proof has two options for you. The original dry shampoo, which is my go-to, or their advanced clean dry shampoo that works like a shampoo and a leave-in conditioner together. Both take care of your scalp and leave no white residue behind. It's a miracle in a bottle. I have my Living Proof dry shampoo with me on standby. For those of you that don't know, Living Proof is powered by MIT Science. It was founded by a team of elite university scientists and hair experts that developed products to solve your toughest hair problems. I had never been a fan of using dry shampoo before Living Proof. 
but I never knew what I was missing. My hair gets so flat and lifeless in between washes, but now just use a little of that dry shampoo and I'm ready to go. If you're not sure what products your hair really needs, you can take Living Proof's AI online healthcare quiz, which analyzes your specific hair care needs and styling goals, then uses that to help customize the right hair care routine for you. I took the quiz and I cannot live without the anti-frizz products they have. Seriously, my hair, it gets real frizzy. Also, I never liked dry shampoo before Living Proof. Yeah, I like to go a week sometimes without washing my hair. Don't tell anybody. Okay. I won't tell anybody. Visit livingproof.com slash the OC and use code the OC10 to get a free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. That's livingproof.com slash the OC code the OC10 to get a free travel size dry shampoo with your purchase of $45 or more. Livingproof.com slash the OC code the OC10. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise, filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created, the pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Haya fills in the most common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with the yummy taste they love. It's formulated with the help of nutritional experts and pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. So not only does Briar love and enjoy taking her vitamins now because they taste delicious, she gets to decorate the bottle they come in. It comes with stickers. It's so much fun for kids, and I think it actually helps motivate them to want to take their vitamins. Hyatt is designed for kids of all ages and sent straight to your door, so parents have one less thing to worry about. We've worked out a special deal with Hyatt for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HyattHealth.com OC. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash O-C and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So Che makes his way in. He handcuffs himself to Summer, which right. is hilarious. And all my first thought was, well, what happens if she has to poo? Oh, good <laughs> point. <laughs> well, she's, these, she's, that's another she, thing on TV. We don't ever have to poo. Why not? Yeah. You know, don't or you feel pee. like this reminds me of yet again the argument with you that I wanted to chew gum in the scene because it's real. Right. Maybe someone needs to take a poo. You know, Seth talked right. about it in Tijuana. About going to the bathroom? Yeah. He was like, I need, yeah. He did talk about that when right. he was in Tijuana. But you know, I thought there was a funny little thing. When, when Seth is on the phone and he's driving back from, he's on the phone when he was actually driving back, I forgot to say this. When he was like something about he goes, Oh, I'm on my way from the Antelope Valley. Oh. <laughs> Where people don't understand the Antelope Valley is like nor northeast of LA. So apparently he had to fly back. I thought he said he was on his way from Newport. I guess I heard well, that. Well, we wrong. know he goes, That's a oh, hundred dollar cab ride from the Antelope right. Valley. Oh. <laughs> it's like these little things, like what he had to do to get back. Right. <laughs> I was like, just I was like, I would not have caught that right. if I hadn't been paying attention. <laughs> So Che is handcuffed. Seth makes his way back. We're at a party, which we will explain. And we learn once Che, like, apologizes, Summer decides to forgive him. She's like, whatever. And his butler, what do we call it? His, uh... Yes, so his butler shows up and he's like, your father's G4 is on the tarmac. He has his suitcases. That's right. and Winchester, he's like, Chester, Chester, Winchester. Winchester. <laughs> I died over Winchester. It's so good. He's like, yeah, that's why, why do you think they call me Che? And he's like, I thought you grew up on a reservation. Well, it, it was, was before <laughs> it was developed, which is so, you know, it, and there's something about since there is a piece of him that he's not malicious. Right. Yeah, right. So he's not a villain. I did see Chris's eyes were so red. I feel like he used the menthol. I think he did. Cindy probably put that menthol in. Because his him. eyes probably. were like burning. <laughs> they were well, like... He, he is a very good actor. He's a very good actor. So maybe he actually, you know, did some sense memory there. You know, That's a technical I term. I think it was a men menthol. Yeah. <laughs> Cindy menthol. was very, she'd be like, remember, I did, wouldn't use it for the cold right. turkey. <laughs> no, I could do this. That was, I know it's a different, ep was that the scene where you. Yes. <laughs> What? Well, we, on at, on Ben's close up, she, I had tears streaming down right. my face, and then at two a.m., all of a sudden, it's like I'm like, "Fuck, I'm dried up. I'm right. dried up." And he was like, "Are we gonna get those tears again?" And, and Cindy was like, "Use these." And I've since learned 
if you have to match it and people are waiting to go home, match it. But yeah. I was like, no, no, I can't. I know. It's always like this thing, like, no, I can cry. It's no, like, and I, you don't, you're not thinking of it in editing right. terms because I'm like, I've been doing this. I don't want to fake it, but it's already been established. Exactly. So you have to you do have that. You have to have it. Yeah, learn. But you learn from it. That's okay. Anyway, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> that's another episode. When Taylor shows up with Roger right. and you're handcuffed. handcuffed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you say, however that goes, uh, oh, this is Che and Roger, Taylor, Taylor, Roger, oh, yeah. Summer, Roger, Roger. Che, Che, Roger. <laughs> it was like, what is that, from Airplane? No, what, you know, like Roger, Roger. Yeah, I don't or is think it from, it's from Airplane. It's from it Lethal, might... uh, yeah, I can't remember the, the movie, but gun, we definitely. Naked Gun is what I meant. Naked I almost gun. said Lethal, because that's the spoof. Yeah. We copied it. Yes. And yes. I thought about Naked it, gun. and I was like, I haven't <laughs> met a Roger recently. And Probably for good reason. I'm sorry to all the Rogers out there. Well, no, I just haven't met one recently. It doesn't seem to be a popular Raj. name yeah. now. Raj, the Raj. No, I feel like there was a time. It was like, like an Roger 80s. Rabbit. It was, yeah, it was more like an 80s. I loved Roger Rabbit. Oh, I'm just drawn that way. I had a Roger <sighs> Rabbit like toy that you would pull the string and he'd say, I just flew in and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> I love that. Thing. That's good. Okay. <laughs> but but then what? So then when you guys are after you are introduced to each other and you hear this bong, bong. So you run downstairs. There are these these kegs yes. from the Luke, Brad and um, Brad. Eric. No. Brad and Eric Ward, the the, the, the Luke brothers. That's yeah. right. The Ward brothers. <laughs> the Luke brothers. <laughs> the Luke brothers. And Caitlin's like, I'm having a party in my house. And you're like, it's my house, I think. Yeah. And she's like, why are we t listening? And he, he said, oh, we could get the didgeridoo. And he's, <laughs> she's like, why are we listening to this weird guy? And you have this moment where, where you like, you push him down and say he doesn't exist. It was so like Sandra Bullock, like your delivery. <laughs> it was like, that was like a Sandra Bullock move. <laughs> I was like right out of a movie there. I just wanted to tell you that. Oh, thanks. So okay. maybe it was just my move. Yeah, maybe, right. Maybe she watched the episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I know. I loved all of that stuff. So there is a party because this whole Caitlyn storyline, first of all, there's two more Pretty Little Liars in this episode. I love that we're back in high school and we have some new fresh high school energy because yes. it's been a while, right? Yes. They're That's too right. grown up. And you've got... <laughs> we have Janelle Parrish and we have Ashley Benson. Right. So they were on um, Pretty, Pretty Little, Little Liars. Liars. Yeah. Yes. We had Lucy Hale earlier. And so, like, we basically had every Pretty Little really? Liar on well, the show. And also, this is the first time and only time I think we see Polo playing. And the the poor actor, I think his name Where is did you shoot that? Do Water you remember? Water Polo. I think it was somewhere near the studio. Yeah. Down yeah. in, uh, you know... There's, there's a club right behind the studio. There was, like, that golf... Well, I think it was actually at a high school. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Because um, the it, that's not an easy sport to play. Oh, it is so difficult. Also not an easy scene to shoot. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a saying, lot going yeah. on, right? Water. Well, I, so the, I, <laughs> the, um, I think his name is Corey Price. I, I, he was, he was, and I was like, oh, that poor kid. He looks like he's struggling. It is a hard sport, though, because you have to keep it up. sounds horrible. You have to yeah. keep your feet after constantly yeah, no. be treading that would water. not be my dream. Right, right. <laughs> but apparently, you know, um, so Caitlin's sitting there for this polo match and these girls are talking to her and talking about this party. And of course, she starts talking about wanting to light up a, what does she use the word? The term? Does she say joint? Joint. Doobie? Splint. Doob you, I think a doobie. Does she say doobie? CG makes fun of me if I say doobie. Doobie. She makes, she's like, oh my, she yeah, giggled Yeah, I don't think anyone night. says that. I don't know. Anymore, right? So I don't know. Spark up the doobie. Dirty man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do you know that the most, the word that was the most used back in the 60s? What? Believe it or not, the word ear. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. For ear. pot? Ear. Ear. <laughs> you could cut that out That's later. That's a dad joke. <laughs> I love it. Dad jokes are my favorite. I love that one. I'm going to use that's, that. That's a 60s hippie dad joke. Totally. <laughs> Here. Oh, man. So, uh, all right. Anyway, so the girls talk about this party, whatever. And, uh, and um, but you know what? I just, I don't remember liking Caitlin so much. You know, she really is such a great character. Mm. And... We'll see more of her. Anyway, she's sitting there. They're talking about a party. Uh, Ashley's character—I forget the character's name right now—but in her Riley, 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 and her boyfriend Cooper, I believe, is wa playing water polo. So we're establishing that's her boyfriend, and she's like the mean, popular girl that she's going to have a party. Is it Connor? Connor. Connor. Maybe. <laughs> well, yeah, she's like handing out this mean girl thing where she's handing out 
invitations. Oh, nasty. Oh, yeah, when the, she's handing out invitations, yes. Yeah. Which I is hated just, her. And Caitlin is around the corner. You see this big right. spark smoke, in the doom. <laughs> right. I'm just like, We had here. to have a special effects for, on the <laughs> that bleachers. That was a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. Also, it was a little unbelievable that it would drift all the way over to the bleachers. <laughs> right. Yeah, when you With were like nobody. panning over, I right. was like, this is kind of far away. <laughs> That's far away. <laughs> I mean, I, when I was in high school, there was actually a smoking area. And actually- like You were allowed to smoke cigarettes? There was like, it was right, I think it was like right on the sidewalk just before you walked into the fence at the backfield. Mm. But then I'd heard that in the 70s, before I was there, there actually had been a smoking room right like they were for the for kids isn't that crazy that is crazy right so you know we've just become like no 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 but we have car seats it's crazy so she doesn't even invite the same doesn't invite the girls in such a gnarly saying that their saliva would cause gonorrhea and just (laughs) like the worst things possible and then the two girls who had been helping her out yeah they licked all the envelopes and they didn't even get invited caitlin walks in and says i'm having a party with caters and a quarter ounce Right. No parents. No parents. So yeah. she thinks she has to get rid of her parents. And we learn that Julie's going to the montage for the weekend with uh, Sandy and Kirsten. Yes, because because over at New Match, mm-hmm. which on their brand new set, I you remember. You invented Raya. Essential. Well, I mean, it's dating a dating app. service. Like dating <laughs> But I thought this scene was funny when this girl, uh, this Jan, she's complaining. And I, this is one line of dialogue I remember because I had trouble with it. And it came out fine, but it was like, this is Newport. If you live in a cage, you got to date the chimps. That's... <laughs> I was like, what? And I remember saying, like, how do I say that line without, like... <laughs> you did it well. You did it well. But then Gordon Bullitt walks Gordon Bullitt. in. Oh and this God. was... His the... character is fantastic. fantastic. It's so great to work with a veteran. It's so wrong. With a veteran actor who's yes. comedic like that. And he's like... Go out with me. No. Gary just brought this fresh oh. energy to it and where he's pursuing Julie and she's like, I can kill you with the taser. That's right. He had my favorite line of the episode. But Should I call you or nudge you? A, oh, that was a good line. <laughs> that was my favorite. Should I call you or nudge you? But, she's, uh. but Julie keeps saying, I'm too busy. I can't do this because I need to go on a hunting mission to find all new um, cattle. <laughs> what do I cattle? Need I need to find a, a herd of men right. for my dating service. A pool? Uh, a pool of men. I don't know. A, a flock. A flock. <laughs> but he goes, well, just put them in the line of bullets fire or something like that. Yeah. So, but of course he turns around. At one point, Julie's like, I guess she was on the phone. But then the next thing you know, Spencer shows up with all of these guys. And she's like, I, you know, our, our women are 35 and older. And he's like, it's it's fine. And and. She says, you know, this is, the bullet comes through. And right. she's like, but, but, and to go out with me. And I'm going to go to the montage to celebrate Sandy and Kirsten's anniversary. <laughs> and he's like, I'll see you there. That's right. And Kirsten goes, the bullet? <laughs> the goes, bullet. Bang. <laughs> the little bang. bang. Yeah, it's very cute. Yes, the bullet. It, it was, there was just a lot of fun. And when I say, like, clearly you know that something's written for the comedy. Right. And and when you have an actor like that who just knows how to do it, it's really such a joy. Yep. Such a such a joy. He's such a joy. Sandy certainly agrees. So when we go to the montage and we have this dinner, I want to talk to you about this, Mike, because you are a man of of, um, Jewish faith. That's right. (laughs) So when he when Gordon says, come on, Hebrew. And <laughs> and he talks about the like it's still a conversation that people get in trouble with today. Right. Speaking like Kanye. But Gordon was doing the similar kind of thing. Exactly. And it, everyone is just mortified. What do you have to say about all that? It was hilarious. <laughs> it is. You have a good sense of humor. I love it. You do it. have a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, when he sits down, he said Sandra and Kirsten. That's right. <laughs> call him Sandra. Sandra. That's <laughs> right. I forgot. And Kirsten. Right. Yeah. Should I call you or nudge you? I got to use that sometime. That's a good one. <laughs> it's really good. I w- when I heard that line, when I was rewatching the show, I thought, well, I got to use that line a few times. <laughs> call you or nudge you. She says, okay. And she kind of, I mean, yeah, I love that she really kind of commit. breaks and right. she goes, okay, breakfast yeah. is fine. Breakfast I've is got fine. a bath and, you know, yum, yum. And uh, you, yeah, you warmed up to the bullet. Right, and he's like, <laughs> "What are you like? You're just so classy." <laughs> like, she goes, "Well, that is true." 
<laughs> no, she's not. But anyway, but she you is. just make me all nervous inside. But he goes, and she's like, you're, and Sandy's like, your, your, your impression of the Middle East, all I said was Iran, Iraq. Either one, we win. That's <laughs> right. It's like, oh, but <laughs> I don't even think you could get away. You could you not couldn't. get away with that today, no. even with a character like that. There's a really? few things in this episode. There's, a, yeah. you know what? That's another. There's a lot of gay jokes. Like, yeah, like that's even, what I was gonna say. Yeah, even. I mean, I grew up in a time when yes, boys said that we used the they they would use the word gay as a derogatory right. term, right. not even to mean. As a homosexual. No, just it like meant, you're so gay. Yeah. Like that was used a lot. Yeah. Like lame or something. It right. was used like that. Yeah. yeah. In my day, gay still meant happy. Right. right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm we musical. The, I mean, pretty and witty and gay. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, it was. It's all it meant was happy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So we're back at this party. Now, one thing I wanted to say in the scene when Riley is like, I rented out Hyde. You guys. There's a Hyde. Let me tell you something. Okay. Hyde was the club, the club at the time, that we like all would go to. Here's something ironic for you. Misha, at the time, was dating Brandon Davis, mm -hmm. who now, currently, Ashley Benson, who plays Riley, is right now dating Brandon Davis. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So... She talked about Hyde back then when she was who knows how old, when we were all going to Hyde because Misha was dating Brandon. Now, we're looking at this episode, we're talking about it, now she, in her 30s, is dating the same guy Misha was at the time. Oh, <laughs> excited for that tidbit. You know You're what? Welcome. Well, because I actually did look up Hyde. I was like, is it, wasn't this a real club? And oh, yeah. it still is, I think. Did it come back? It may have. Frankie Delgado from The Hills owns it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> of course he does. Does okay. So it still exists in Hollywood. But that's so she was talking crazy. about the one in Hollywood, yes, right? It was on Sunset. I'm like, what's that street called? <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. Good morning. Yeah, right next to Greenblatt's. No. Yes. Is it still in the same spot? Same name, different location. Okay. Greenblatt's isn't there anymore. Greenblatt's is gone. gone. Oh, Brody I love and I used to frequent Greenblatt's, if you can believe it. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> it's still in the same area, just down the street. It's on the other side of Crescent. Oh, okay. So, hi, ladies and gentlemen, you can still go to Hyde. You can still go to where Hyde. Where Ashley Benson was trying to have her pimps and hoe party. She rented, rented it out. Yeah, she rented it out with that with that chef who screams a lot of people. I'm assuming it was Gordon Ramsay. But anyway, <laughs> anyone, everyone ended up at Caitlin's house, which is not Caitlin's house. It was Dr. Neal's house and actually Summer's house. But anyway, it's the Cooper... It's the Cooper Roberts Cooper house Coop. now. But as we open on that party, there is a quick little scene that took forever to finish. Oh, boy. There's, as, as uh, Taylor comes out and says, hey, everybody, who wants to play Pictionary? And she gets hit with a balloon. <laughs> oh, that's right. That is one of the longest, I mean, in fact, so long that for some reason I thought you started a daylight and it became night. <laughs> Which I don't think so. But they kept missing her head. Right. With the oh, balloon. Oh, really? Yeah. Come on, guys. Get high on life. <laughs> get high on... Get high on life. Get high on life. Oh! That was so close. Get high on life. <laughs> life. I'm high on life. Who wants to play Pictionary, huh? Come on, guys. Get high on life. And when it finally hits, right. she was like, oh, my God. And as she walks away, she's like belly laughing because it was the only take you had. Right. That was, well, you can't really do a take two with that kind no, of thing. No, you can't. Also, I would not have been able to hold it together either. There's no way. If you look really close, just as she's leaving, she's like busting out laughing. I think there was a quick edit away from it right. because she started laughing. How do you not laugh? Oh, my gosh. That's so good. It was yeah, like she so held good. it together until she, she was almost off frame. And Caitlin is hosting Seven Minutes in Heaven. Did That's you guys right. play this as kids? I, I feel like this was more like a... I think a junior high for me. I felt like it was more, yeah, a junior high kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like there was one night in seventh <laughs> grade where all of a sudden we're all together and it got dark and everybody went somewhere respective. And I remember being with a boy and I had a tight Izod shirt on with really tight Shemenda furs. What's and a Shemenda fur? Jeans. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> George Asher, Shemenda first. Oh, okay. And I remember like this boy trying to tug on my shirt. <gasps> and I remember going, and I pushed right because it was really tight. And he couldn't get my shirt up. <laughs> it was so tight. Everything was so tight. I was like, not ready for that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, but yeah it was this definitely seems a little. A thing. <laughs> so then she pulls Riley's boyfriend into the closet and he's like, oh, you're going to go. Like, you don't care if you cheat on her or whatever. Or you don't want to cheat on her. He won't kiss her. He's, he's like, awkward. I don't even like her. He, and she just straight up is like, oh, Let's my God, out. you're so gay. Honey, you're so gay. That's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> She Sweetheart. Did do that. Okay. Like, who is she? <laughs> I know. Who is she? And yeah, that's something you mean. Yeah. One of those things you probably can't do. Right. Right. But in the meantime, yes, Seth and Ryan, because Ryan was like, can I go over? We need, right. we need to Taylor go. Right. Is Taylor there? Yeah, so they Taylor there. come to the party. Yeah. That's how they enter the party. Yeah. So seven minutes in heaven. Ryan walks looking for, for Taylor. He runs into Roger and Connor in bed. Yes. But, but he was like, dude. I, and I thought, I was like, Really, Brian, do you believe this? He goes, What are you doing, man? I think she really likes you. And he was like, and he tells us the truth that, that, that she paid him. Yeah, with a with a figurine. I'm not gonna remember the kind of figurine it was, but but then but then Ryan goes like, What are you doing? As she's Catan, Catan, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But but um somebody wrote I love poop right. on on one the, of the Ward one brothers, of the, one of right. the Luke brothers, the Ward brothers. <laughs> but she's using like a steel wolf. She uses a steel wolf. I'm like, that would really hurt. That yeah. would hurt to take but, off on your face. But I just I love how these there are these the way these scenes are structured. The writers say, Taylor, what are you doing? And she answers, Somebody did this to this poor boy, and he this, this kind of thing. They can stick with you forever. And he's like, No. Why did you do this with Roger? Right, and she goes, that's right. Okay, so I hired a homosexual. Is that so wrong? That's <laughs> right. Like, so weird. <laughs> but then she says, he's like, <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, I just love it. It's like. It's I mean, why the show was so much fun to do. Right? We had a great time. We really it did. It was fun. This and, whole, I mean, I even, just all this stuff. And but, wait, we fell in the pool. I know. I'm just going to say, when is someone going to bring this up? I didn't want to. Was it like the last shot of the well, night? Seth, it had now, to have been. It had to have been. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's another one. You can't really do take two. But then I have a scene after where my hair's wet. Right. So Seth is now there and he sees Ch Chester right. Che. I'm calling him Chester now. And he walks right up to him and he's like, hey, man. Uh, and the next thing you know, he's like pushing. And I love this slow-mo shot. <laughs> right. And it's like this, what, what, what? And you fall in the pool. Yeah. But then there's this great but Seth shot. didn't know you were handcuffed. He did not. Because you were behind him. I'm like, yeah. what? The pool? <laughs> what? Right. But there's this great shot. And I can see, I can just picture on set. You're like, okay, um, Adam, we need to do a pickup of you <laughs> seeing them fall in the pool. And Adam goes, he goes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was it. He's like, oh, done. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really funny. Yeah. yeah, it had to have been the last shot of the night, but I'm thinking about my hair wet in that other scene, how we pulled that all off. Makeup we did that. And then makeup did people the, came in and spritzed your hair. Yeah. You looked yeah, cold. I'm sure I was that freezing. Was acting. That I, was I don't act. know what acting is. And it, and you know what? Because it's nighttime, guys. It was and it's a real. It was a real house. Real house. Yeah, so no, it, it was probably freezing. was six in the morning, five in the morning. Probably. I just know That's I was right. freezing. It was cold. I'm freezing. Well, we warmed up the pool. Did you? <laughs> of course. Yes. How nice of you. But before <laughs> they went to seven, um, Ryan and Taylor, when he says, she, you know. He's like, look, I, you know, don't want to take things so seriously. And she's like, this is cart, the cart before horse, the horse, you know. And then she says something very, you know, come on, just because I want to jump your bones. And he says, you know, that's so normal. And she says, I have my moments, but that's right. <laughs> this is my first high school bash. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, right. I guess she would yeah. be because she wanted to play Pictionary. Let's go play Seven Minutes in Heaven. That's right. And they actually did it right. Yes, they followed the rules. They did follow the rules. Yes, right, they right. did. At the end, so that happens, and then when Ashley Benson's character, Riley, comes up, so upset. Okay, you you won. You can have the school. I'll, I'll you know. She's like, I don't want it. And she's like, I don't want it. Just be nice to your friends. Oh, and Connor's gay. But then, so <laughs> she calls 911 and says, I want to report a lame party. Then there's this shot of... Caitlin, I want to know how this happens, how you do this, where she's standing. Oh, yeah. And, the, and it, in fast motion, everyone is oh, going yeah, around her. Oh, yeah, that was cool, wasn't it? Yes. How does that work? 
Well, she had to move in slow motion. Really? Mm-hmm. Just as simple as that? Simple as that. We practiced it a few times, and then we planned out the move. All the regular, all the other extras never were moving normal speed, and she was moving in slow motion. Oh, wow. Huh. So I watched it a couple times. I was yeah. like, trying to figure it out. Because we don't do CGI yeah. then. I was like, she really, I mean, I assumed maybe that was it, but right. I hadn't done that before. It's really cool. Yeah. It's a great effect. It was cool. Why do you decide to do that? Was it in the script or is that a Michael no, thing? No, that was a Michael thing. Okay. I think I wanted to, I remembered when I was watching it, but now I can't remember. Something <laughs> about time passing, people going by, you know, like whatever. Some profound bullshit. Like end montage <laughs> stuff. <laughs> That I can't remember now. The things that we need. You need to take notes. Okay? That's right. Yeah, <laughs> notes. That's right. I did take notes. I have a few notes. Oh. Oh. Share, share with us your notes. This is my last episode. This is. This is your last episode. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, the end montage song is about timing. It's called Inside Your Head oh. by Eberg, and it's all about tick-tock, the clock is moving, so that oh. makes sense for the camera Yeah, it had scene. something to do with that. There you go. Oh, there you clock, go. Thank time you. Time passing. Yeah, you were like, hmm, a clock. Right. And that's why you did it. Well, t- you know, just to indicate time passing, that she's moving through the world, but yeah. time is moving around past her. You know, well done. one more thing that happens that's very important what? is Julie, for some reason, is having a little nightcap at the bar, and Spencer calls oh, yeah. and says had a great time and he says and I'll give you your cut she's like what are you talking about you pay to be in the service they don't pay you and he's like oh. that's right so then she calls and says my tin roof rested and because Julie's like madam. Julie's like wait wait that, that, that's illegal yeah and when she calls and says I'm telling my friends she's like what are you going to tell them exactly so uh-oh, uh-oh things ahead and then also the bullet calls the reverend for Sandy and Kirsten to renew their vows because he thought that's why they were at the montage. Anyway. It's they, sweet. They're in their honeymoon phase right it now. It is sweet. Yeah. And at the very end of the episode with Seth and Summer on the bed, with what well, we were talking about changing the sheets and pancakes, there's an improv. Totally. Because Brody's like, what's the lifespan on one of these things? And I'm like, infinity. That's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you said? Yeah. Because the subtitles didn't pick it up. Yeah. Oh, good. Because yeah. I was like, what did she say? That was an improv. He goes, I'm just asking. What's the lifespan on these things? <laughs> yeah. Those pancakes. It's a boy or a girl. Because like, he says, Seth was like, I'm not really into animals or something. something. And then he's like, he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I it's- hated that rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of our favorite episodes, season four, and our lovely Munkle, Uncle, Munkle, Munkle. Our Munkle, 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 Just Munkle. I think I do. Yeah, I do invert things sometimes. But we have some voicemails for you. We do. We do? Yeah. yeah. Voicemails from actual fans? Yeah. For me, question for me? Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm ready. Hi, Rachel and Melinda. Thanks for making this podcast. I love it. I just started to watch this show one month ago for the very first time. Um, and I'm a huge fan. Summer is my favorite character. Aww. Rachel, you're so funny in it. I find you so inspiring. So we want to see more of Summer. And my question is, as a director, what was your most challenging scene to shoot or the best one on this episode? And please, guys, can you all make another show soon? I want to see the whole cast together. <laughs> well, that was sweet. That was that so was sweet. sweet. That was very sweet. Thank you so much. That was really kind. Do you have a more difficult? Uh, or- yeah. Well, actually, this this one had a bunch of difficult ones because, first of all, whenever you work with an animal, they're unpredictable. Mm. So that was the, all the rabbit scenes were a little. <laughs> you know. But get made for a very good blooper, apparently. However, the I th- you know the pushing in it, you know the falling into the pool, obviously, because oh. that had to be carefully scripted. You know, worked out so that no one would get hurt. And I think, did we have doubles? I think we must have had doubles for I, you. Probably, I would think, because don't you, don't we see it from yeah, the we reverse see it from as reverse. well? So the reverse would have been. Yeah. So we had doubles, double. and then you know, there's a lot of logistics that go into making up a sequence like that. Really so. well, and I, is it because? Because once the actor gets wet, she can't shoot again. Correct. And so you have to make sure you have all those other scenes Everything done. leading Oof. up and yeah. then, you know. And then what if it's like out of focus? I mean, there's right. a lot of. So we, we probably had three or four cameras on it for sure. And, you know, logistically that's always. And then you have to make sure, like, this is one of my bugaboos is like, I want to make sure the pool is warm. I love that you. No, and I 
I are that guarantee kind. you the first thing I did when I got to the set, we I think we were shooting there for a whole day mm-hmm. or maybe even two days. I, I made sure to talk, literally, I talked to the person who was literally in charge of making sure that pool was warm. That's and why I we love Uncle guarantee Mike. you, I said, that pool better be warm and I'm going to put my hand in it when we get to this, the first thing we're on location because it was probably the last shot we did. The first thing, I'm going to put my hand in that pool. If that is not 90 or 95 degrees, you're in trouble. Aww. Can so. you imagine, like, doing the Titanic where they couldn't, the water was too too much? I mean, the volume of water right. was so much that they can't warm it up. I shot in that up. Titanic tank. Yeah, down in... Mexico. Down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Because they, so they had to have huge vats of hot water for after takes to sit in the hot water in between. Yep. Because the, that water actually was like 50 degrees. Oof. I've also done it where they had a jacuzzi on set. Like, so oh. when you're not, you have to stay wet for, for the scene. Then you go and you sit the, in the jacuzzi in between. Right. That's big budget stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Often I'll have make sure that there's a jacuzzi on my set so that I could just d- direct <laughs> from the jacuzzi. That is, a, that is a smart way to do it. Yeah. What, what was it that you shot? That Jumper. You were- and uh, that was also the movie where we shot in the tank in Mexico. We had a whole underwater sequence. Yeah. Well, also, Renata, I, I want you to know I'm down for a, a reboot of The O.C. I'd be happy. Aww. It was one of the most fun shows I directed ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really was. I'd love to be su- watching great, Summer. Great everything. The cast so was great. Fun. Yeah. Producers, writers. You know, and I can tell in this fourth season, there's, I mean, once you've been doing a character for so long, there's just like, there's just little things that were like, it was a little more uptight in the in the first season, I think, because we're all trying to find our way. But just you, as an actor, you start really relaxing into it and just making little choices like the way I like the scene with Julie and Bullet at the end when she's eating and the way she's talking with him. I can just see him like I always get really relaxed mm. and I don't know, it was it was like it's some there's something really satisfying about season four as an actor, I believe, yeah. I think. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Renata. Thank you. Hello, guys. It is Issa from Manchester. I am a crazy OC fan. I literally watch it every single night to send me to bed. I haven't, and I have for like the last 10 years, which is pretty crazy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I love you guys. I love listening to the podcast. It makes me so happy to hear your voices again. Um, My question is, do we ever think Seth and Taylor would have been a thing? Because at one point I thought it might happen. Um, but yeah, obviously the law of Seth and Summer, but I wondered if that would have been like a good little spin-off. Um, but in the end, obviously, loved Ray, Ryan and Taylor coming together. But yeah, I love you guys. This podcast is incredible. Aww. Made me so, so happy. And yeah, I'm going to be so sad when it's over. Oh, <laughs> that was so sweet. You touched on that. I, yeah, because I literally thought the same thing. They seemed like soulmates. <laughs> in this episode i feel like he did they done it with with anna and you guys seth and summer taken so they've been through so much to get together that yeah i guess that's true the anna storyline was yeah. more like paralleled with what's yeah. going on with taylor but yeah i mean good friends good friends but i don't i don't know for some reason i'm I, just gonna say we they should have gone for it to give summer and ryan their turn. <laughs> right you know yeah it would have been really weird if julian ryan Oh. oh, that's one avenue oh we didn't explore. <laughs> it's, that would have that's now I like with that we're everything both, like vying for Ryan. We're like, no, 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 me. Well, like I that mean, should have been my story. They line. both <laughs> like eighties music, and <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean with everything, everywhere, all at once, all the that's mu- right. the multiverse, metaverse things. That's right, like, there could have been a world in which that happened. I know. So there's in, according to that movie, there's a world where everything happens. That's right. So I think we're in that world right now. <laughs> I feel like we're in that world. Everything is happening. I was so... It's so good, right? For some reason, I kind of kept going, I'm not in the mood for that. And then when I finally watched it, I was like, why did I wait? This was wonderful. It's It's wonderful. Hi, Rachel and Mindy. My name is Luana. I'm speaking from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And my question is, what was the hardest scene to direct in the OC? In all of the... Uh, in the whole series. Do you I bet remember? it's the se- the seagull in the prom. <laughs> I was going to say the prom and her bouncing off. <laughs> or Mindy not crying. <laughs> That's right. The truthful answer to this question is, it's a very good question, by the way. And the truthful answer is, there is no scene that's hard to direct if you're given enough prep and enough of resources in order to do it properly. Mm-hmm. So, and in, in the OC, they were 
very, very good about giving you enough prep and enough resources. So I would say, you know, like I think the pool, you know, there are certain things like the pool going into the pool where you don't have a second take without a long, you know, like a untenable reset. But that's not really hard per se. That's just what it is. So I would say there were no scenes that were hard. What about like there challenging, challenging to figure scenes. out what like would be? the scene when you brought it up as a joke, but that scene, you know, where you had really used all of your emotion on Ryan's angle, and then, and then I then became challenged. Left. I became difficult right. because I I was like somehow my ego got involved, yeah. and and they're like we're ready to do this, and it's like no, it needs to match, right. and I got mad at Michael. She got mad. <laughs> I was like. Ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but and but it was to. like I you start thinking about it's the last shot and I I I, I was judging myself instead of just going with it right so right. that becomes challenging if the actors are not like right. right so those that's those are the things that are hard where you really have to use your yeah. person you know your skills your people skills to help the actor overcome this challenge that they have like Melinda you know was concerned <laughs> about you know, being able to match her emotion mm -hmm. from the other side. And, and it I didn't. Had, we it had to weird. talk about it. But and no. I, I think at one point I said, don't worry, there'll be music. Well, but yeah, and <laughs> I, think, so helpful, I think in but... that in that term, it's like where you need to pull the actor side and say, this needs to match. Right. And I'm going to do this and don't don't take it. This is like, and it's so weird that I, I remember that so vividly going, anyway, that it's like that for some reason I was like, no. I can't do right. that. And then what's interesting, I did a movie after that um, in Toronto that, that Kelly actually produced. And it happened to an actress that I was working with. She did the same thing. And I told, and I was like, I've learned from this. She was like, I'm not, it's not real. And I was like, we don't know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. And they'll be cellos. And, and we're, it's fine. I said, <laughs> you're, what I'm seeing is absolutely exactly. lovely and wonderful. Right. It, you don't have to be reliving the most tragic thing in your life for this scene. No. We can do this. Especially in television. It taught me something. So that's right. all we can do. Yeah. 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 And then here, I'll tell you another hard. Here was another. So a scene about th the Thanksgiving scene. I, with, yes. Um, so was it Thanksgiving? No, it wasn't. Th Passover? Passover. Oh. So I did this amazing one, a oneer, oh, which I is know, a shot. It's just that. one shot for the whole scene. It was a pretty short scene, mm -hmm. and we had a crane, and we started inside the house and the and sort of timed the line so that the camera picked up all the lines and then pulled outside the house up to a shot, seeing the pool in the foreground and the house and the whole family together. And it was this beautiful shot, and everyone was very excited about it. And and then about a week and a half later, I'm in Florida visiting my father. And I get a call from Josh, and he's pissed <laughs> that I did that I didn't yeah. have coverage, right. you know, close-ups for that scene. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Don't you think it worked?" And he said, "If I thought it worked, I wouldn't be calling you." <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I know. I'm always no, a he fan. didn't. He he ended up taking a deep breath and realizing that it did work right. because it, the emotion of the shot. Right was better than any close-ups you could do, really. Right, right. So we didn't but have to But sometimes that anything. expectation, it's 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 always having expectations just tend to be Right. It's just it's not it's not a good plan right. to constantly have an expectation of what something should be. Right. We have to be flexible. If you have an expectation, then it's only going to ever be as good as you imagined it. Right. That's the beauty. That's what I one of the things I love about directing is yeah. you come in with a plan, obviously you have to have a plan. But I always hope that the actors and the other crew members and everything are going to come up with ideas that make it better, way better than any plan I could have come up with. Well, and, and we can't, yeah, we can't be one person. Right. That's the magic of what it's we do. It's a collaborative do, art that form. When everybody comes together, and that and that is why we keep saying that lightning in a bottle with right. this cast and this show at the time, to, to reboot it, Ugh. it would never probably be that. Probably and not. if you're trying to trying to make that, then it would, I, I don't think it would have success. I think you'd have to do something completely different and yeah. maybe, you know, you'd have to move on to the kids or something of the it's kids. It's hard, or you know, if you look at it, there's, it's hard to achieve. I yeah, think. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I think that is it, Uncle that Mike. That is it. Yeah. We've done it. We've done it. We've You've thrown me in a pool. 
<laughs> You've made her cry too much. <laughs> too much. You've had a seagull fly over prom. Oh, boy. You had a girl One on a springboard. One shot over. That's right. <laughs> yep. That's right. You've done it all. I've done it all. And, and it was all... I would do it all over again. Not. <laughs> yeah. There's um everyone, there are bloopers. I talk about the bloopers all the time, but a lot of times Mike's voice is in the background. Oh, are we God. still rolling? Yes. And you're usually the director in the background <laughs> with a lot of the bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> There's a theme here. It's the way it goes. <laughs> well, thank you for coming once again. Thank, thank you. you for everything. Thank you. Munkle. Munkle. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Follow, rate, and review. Welcome to the OC Bitches, wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you like to watch us, check it out on YouTube. And you can now listen to bonus features as well as season one and season two of the OC Bitches by going to castmedia.com slash cast plus. That's cast with a K, media.com slash cast plus. Bye. Bye, bitches. Welcome to the OC Bitches is brought to you by Cast Media. Executive produced by Colin Thompson, Harris Lane, produced by Katie Kurtwright. Edited by Parker Flores and our technical engineers, Travis Holden and Dustin Park.